0: Now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam Edwards. Greetings from the near frontier. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool here on Blaze Podcast Network. Cam Edwards alongside the one and only Miss E,
1: Yay. Hello.
0: Hello. How are you doing?
1: Actually, much better this week. Thank you.
0: Good. <laughs> yeah, that was one reason why uh, this first podcast of 2019 has been uh, delayed a little bit, just because we were waiting for uh, Missy to feel better. And uh, and you do now. Yes. And I'm
1: glad. M- much improved. It's Yeah, chemo is like a literal S-storm for like five to seven days after. Yeah. So it's just a mess. I mean, you're exhausted or I just, I can't eat. I have no appetite and everything tastes like straw and I'm just, I just don't want to deal and I just want to stay in bed. So yeah, it's just kind of aggravating. But
0: you were feeling good enough uh, this past weekend to get around. We went up to Charlottesville, Virginia for a
1: day. Yeah, and- we had like a day date. I mean, yeah. and we had to go up there to get a dog groomed, but you know, was a, we got a lot of other things accomplished and we got to go out for Thai. Yeah, Which we right. never get to do around here. <laughs> so it was like, woohoo, let's go someplace we cannot eat at. We were having that conversation, actually, uh,
0: while we were at the Thai restaurant because, you know, there are lots of things that we love about living in the country. But one of the things that you do have to get used to is that the availability of food choices is very limited. Thankfully, you know, we're able to mitigate that because Missy is such a good cook. Yeah. So, you know, if we want pho. I can make Missy fall. Can make fall. Uh, yeah. You know, or, or whatever, really, whatever we want. Missy Cultural can do appropriation it, at least a be passable job of it, right? <laughs> but I, I did want to throw this question out. We'll throw a couple of questions out of this podcast, but to the email address 40acrefool at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, tweet me at cam edwards. Just use the hashtag 40acrefool if you want to answer the question there. Um, if and, and this is really for, I guess we'll throw this out for people who do live in the country already and those who. My dream of living in the country, because I think we've got both groups we in our audience here. So um, for those of you who already live in the country, what food do you miss the most that you're not able to just get you know, right at hand? And for those of you who are thinking about a move to the country, what food would you miss the most? And I'll tell you, for me, it wasn't Thai. No. No. It was Euros. Oh, Yeah. Because until Arby's started offering a pretty passable gyro, and it's an Arby's gyro, too, <laughs> right? By the but, way, so but, it's
1: not—it's not does not suck. It it's just
0: no. It's, I said it's pretty passable. Yeah. But until Arby's, and we have an Arby's in Farmville, until Arby's uh, offered up gyros, it was literally an hour's drive to get a gyro. Yeah,
1: it's it's it, we we live in the middle of a gyro desert. Now <laughs> I've also learned how to make gyro meat from goats. Yes, and we did do that a couple of times. We have, but uh, it's not the same. It, no, it's not. No, no. I mean, it's good. It's, I think it's really good, but yeah, it's just not the same. Plus, it's nicer to have somebody else make it for you anyway. <laughs> right. I gotta make the gyro meat. I gotta go ahead and make the rot and make the pita bread. I gotta make the this. I gotta make the tzatziki. Gotta, I gotta make everything homemade. So,
0: so there was a, a period of time where like almost it was almost literally every time I would go out. To Richmond or uh, to Charlottesville or to Lynchburg or over to Roanoke, every time I got to eat outside of the Farmville area, I was looking for a gyro right. <laughs> because I knew that I couldn't get it in Farmville. So what do you have something like that? Is there, or does it change from, you know, like based on what it is that you want to eat? I think it's just, moment? it's just
1: changed. Um, but for the longest time, it was dim sum. Okay. Because I grew up in New Jersey, and I lived in Camden for nine years, so I was a train ride away from Chinatown over in Philadelphia. So we could get Chinese food and dim sum all the time. We'd get whatever we wanted constantly. And I didn't think about it that much until – I was sitting here watching one of those food shows and they were doing a a bunch of dim sum restaurants. I'm like, man, I want dim sum so bad now. And there is – we're not even an hour away from a place that does dim sum. We're nowhere near anywhere that does dim sum. So the good thing was is that I had to go up to New Jersey in October for my great niece's birthday and I got my fix. My dad and I went into Chinatown. It was so funny though. I'm ordering – pork dumplings, and I ordered some soup dumplings, and I loved scallion pancakes, and I think one other thing, and my dad ordered white rice and uh, basically fried chicken. (laughs) Chicken on a stick. But he tried other stuff, but it was just really cute. Sounds like kid five. uh, Yeah, right? She's got her go-to, and it's, you know, white rice and broccoli and maybe a little chicken. I think she likes the sweet and sour chicken, but not with the sauce. So basically, it's she likes chicken tenders (laughs) from Chinese restaurants. (laughs)
0: So that was last weekend, uh, and then this weekend we're getting ready for...
1: Let it snow. Right?
0: The second snowfall of the winter, and first it's snowfall to, of the year. And it's supposed to be another big one. Yeah. Well, right now, so when we're recording this, we're a couple of days out from when things are supposed to start falling on Saturday, and it's still one of those things where like, we're not exactly sure how much we're going to get. And I get it. it anywhere it from 8 on, to
1: 85 inches, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something like anywhere from like 4 to 8, maybe 10. I'm thinking it's probably going to be... On the stronger side, looking at where at, at sort of the forecast maps, like we're kind of in an area where we're not really supposed to get a lot of freezing rain and ice that's going to knock it down. So we'll probably get a decent amount of snow. Now, I will say when we first moved here six years ago, the thought of 10 inches of snow was vaguely terrifying. Yeah, because we don't have a plow. Right um, now, anything over a foot is concerning to me. I, right. I, I feel like we can handle anything that's less than a foot. Uh, and the way this snow's supposed to uh, fall, like uh, most, was supposed to come down during the daylight hours on Sunday, so I'll be able to keep the driveway clear during the day.
1: Yeah, and that just means that we drive up and down it to just make some dents in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not like we can do anything with no. it. It's over. It's almost a half a mile long, and it's gravel. So yeah, we don't have a plow. We got lucky one year, one time last year though. Our neighbor came down before I even called. And he plowed us out. So that was nice. Yeah, that was the, the big storm that, that was had, a real right? big storm last year. Yeah.
0: And the uh, – yeah. Well, it's all right that we don't have any plow for the driveway because we have so many potholes and chuck holes yeah, from the driveway right now. Yeah, make it worse. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're all hunkered down. We're, we're good to go. I'm not too concerned. Uh, knock on wood. A little bit about uh, losing power. That's always the big concern during a storm. But, you know, we've got – Plenty of food and water, and I think uh, it's going to be cold enough that if we do lose power, we'll just throw all the stuff in the freezer outside into the snow, and right. we won't have to worry about any food going bad. Nope, not really. Right? That's why it's it's better, I think, to lose power in the winter than it is to lose power in the summer. Yeah,
1: because it's a lot easier to keep your food cold when it's freezing outside, and it's easier to keep you warm. <laughs> yeah,
0: than it is for you to try to, to keep, keep cool. cool right. Yeah. So, I, again, I not that I'm like welcoming the loss of power, no. uh, weather gods, but uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I I think we're 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 more prepared to handle.
1: I have a big big pot of beef
0: stew bubbling away right now. Oh yeah, I wish this podcast had smellovision. Because it smells so good in here right now. I mean, you've just got. So, what do we have going on in the pot here? I saw the mushrooms were out and the potatoes. Well, the but mushrooms are for later
1: because you don't want them to be cooking right. a very long time. So, they'll go in like for the last hour, half hour or so. But there's um, stew meat, onions, garlic, celery, carrots, turnips, parsnips. And I found this really cool bag of baby potatoes at Wegmans. And they're little. Um, Smaller than they're like bite size, so individual, really baby potatoes. But they're red skinned, golden, and purple, so they add a really fun, colorful note. And then there's also a bottle, of, a small bottle of Guinness in there, and some beef stew, and a couple of bay leaves, and salt and pepper.
0: Okay, and so I know that you've done like the Insta Pot route before and actually that turned out pretty good but yeah. is this is this slow nah, simmering? Is, this, is just, this is just on the stove. It's just going on the stove all day long. Yeah,
1: a couple of hours on the stove, low slimmer and then um, to go with I'm going to make um, they're called cathead Cheese oh, yeah. Biscuits it's a North Carolina thing This um, is my
0: request by the way, Missy asked me earlier today, she said I was going to go to the store uh, do you want bread or were you thinking biscuits and I said I want those cathead Cheese Biscuits is what I'm thinking. So, so okay, so now that I've set that up, yes please elaborate on the wonderfulness of these biscuits.
1: So it's a it's a North Carolina biscuit and it's a really kind of a wet, sticky dough. So there's a couple of tricks to it. And I think I got the recipe from a Cook's Country magazine, but I can't actually remember off the top of my head. But it's made with this, Carol. it's a North Carolina specialty. It's called hoop cheese. Um, the author of the menu, or the author of the recipe had recommended a sharp cheddar as a substitute. But this is a it's not too terribly sharp, but it's got a good meltability to it. Mm-hmm. So the trick is, is that, You can't cut the cheese into like a cube and wrap the dough around it because it won't melt. It's too much of a solid mass. So what you do is you grate the cheese and then you kind of squeeze it into balls Not too tight, but enough to hold the shape because, like I said, the biscuit dough is kind of damp. So you work with really floured hands, a thing of biscuit dough. You kind of pop the cheese ball in the center. You put them in a round baking dish, and you bake them until they're golden and brown and super yum. And the dough just kind of – it's tender, but it forms a protective shield, and most of the cheese stays inside the biscuit so that when you go to serve it, you take a bite, you get a big mouth of fluffy uh, biscuit and gooey cheese. And I think it will go great with this stew. I it's gonna
0: go amazing with this Do. And, 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 and by the way, you know, I know that there's like the whole uh, uh, Red Lobster cutting ties with Tucker Carlson thing now. So people are not wanting to at Red Lobster. And the best thing about Red Lobster is the cheesy biscuits right. anyway.
1: But these are different.
0: Oh, these are, but Yeah, but they're so much better. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like,
1: they're better because those are just grated cheese throughout the biscuit dough. So you get more of it's almost like a flavoring thing. This is a pretty... Present chunk of melty gooey cheese in the middle of a biscuit.
0: I really wish, by the way, not only do we have Smellovision for the podcast, but I wish we had a, a video feed as well because as we're talking, uh, Zelda has come over. She's now sitting between Miss E and I uh, at the uh, foot of the dining room table and she's put her paw up so she can hold my hand. She's just been sitting here for about two minutes now okay. with one paw up, just
1: holding, yeah, me holding it up. That's funny. Her hand. She's so silly. <laughs> <laughs> she will. Have, she's the dog, though. She put her. She's got her paw up because she was probably smacking you to get her, you to pet her. Uh,
0: that was it too. Yeah. And then we've got another dog that's uh, starting to whine here in the uh, background as well. So we might have to take a pause while uh, while I see what these dogs want. here, at least momentarily. <clears throat> uh, oh, one thing that uh, I should mention here, if you uh, are a fan of Cam and Company on TV, it is uh, back, uh, or or I shouldn't say it's back. Uh, I think the uh, the teaser that came out <laughs> yesterday, or the first day that we uh, were on the air again, uh, new show, new time, same Cam, was the uh, tagline. So 5.30 oh, okay. Eastern time now on TV. Uh, Things might be changing right now. We're a half hour, uh, but uh, we're experimenting with some things. So uh, make sure you tune in if uh, you want to know the latest Second Amendment news and information. Each and every day, 530 Eastern on NRA TV. It is good to be back. And uh, I I, I think it's going to be a very uh, fun and fruitful and productive and busy media year here for us on the farm. Yeah, according to you. According to me. We're going to stick with the podcast. You know, we kind of got away from it in the last part of... 2018 but uh, we're going to be much more regular with that i would love to uh, i've got some ideas on some uh, video components that might be uh, introduced here at some point although uh, we need to hear from from you
1: oh so, no i'm not, it doesn't so matter what people want Missy i'll be into it no i'm not gonna be doing <laughs> it i ain't doing it um I, I figured I'll be like the Wilson character from that Tim Allen TV show. You never, like, you saw his head. You saw the back of his head. You saw right. his hat. You heard his voice. Uh, I, I can be that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you don't mind being off camera but on mic? That's fine. Okay. You just I'm off camera
1: be... and on mic now, aren't I?
0: <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. that's good to know. I, I don't you,
1: want to be on camera. You can work with all these parameters. It can be like you're Amish. Yes, I am Amish. I'm also looking too much like Uncle Fester to be on film. So yeah, you look beautiful. Thanks. You look absolutely
0: beautiful. Speaking of uh, Amish, by the way, um, I I did post a uh, thread on Twitter uh, a few days ago about my trip to the Amish deli. Ah,
1: yes. You and your uh, bacon cheese.
0: Holy moly! This place is so good. Oh, it's so amazing, and the the meats and the cheeses there. I mean, it's just amazing. They've got yeah. This is my favorite cheese ever, ever that I've ever 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 had, and no. it's like three dollars <laughs> and thirty five cents a pound. It's crazy, and it's called country cheese with bacon. Mm. So it's kind of like a cheddar, mm. but it's kind of like a processed cheese. No, it's not. It's not processed. Okay. No, it's not okay. processed by by the by the Amish dairymen. <laughs> one block at a time. <laughs> all right. With with little little just little almost like bacon bites. but they're not like the dried gross kind that you know you'd shake out of a yeah. little, you know, little. glass jar. Uh uh-uh. these are these, these this real crumble bacon. And it's right there in the cheese and it is so good and it makes it's good just like just on like a ham sandwich, but it makes the best grilled cheese mm. because you got like a grilled bacon cheese.
1: Right, without having a messy bacon falling out all the I, and I
0: I don't know how easy it is to find this cheese, but um if you have any sort of Amish stores near you, go ask them about the country cheese with bacon.
1: That's where I also got amazing. all the candy for all our cookie houses at Christmas.
0: Yeah, this is, it's amazing. I mean, this really is just like a you walk in, you are almost like a kid in the candy store yeah. because they just have aisles and aisles of candy and the meats and the cheeses and the you know baking supplies oh, and tons of baking supplies, and local dried honey, fruits, and, yeah, you know uh, cinnamon rolls the size of your head. Yeah, I, think a, and they, I think it's a plot by the Amish to make us all fat, and then they just come and they take over our land. Probably. I can back. see that's
1: going to happen. They've got these gigantic peanut butter cookies with huge <laughs> chunks in them, and they are—they were about the size of a baby head. I mean, they are they are about four inches across. Right. They sell four to a package, and it's sold for like $4.75. Like one of those cookies up in Washington, D.C. would be $4.75. Right. yeah. I don't know how they're making any money. But they're really yummy, those co- I mean, I could, I, yeah, they're so big I can't even eat a whole one. I ate one once and I, had to, I threw up because I had so much sugar in my system. I made myself <laughs> sick.
0: That was, I think, a little soon after chemo, too. It was right? a little yeah. too
1: soon. Like my mouth went, oh, I can taste this. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, that was really dumb. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe not the, uh, the best idea, but uh, the cookies are, are truly delicious. So yes. if we ever do you know a, a Taste of Farmville giveaway, maybe we could do that. We could – you know, if we could find some foods that we could ship – Mm. And we could ship a couple of
1: cookies, I think. Yeah, we, right. Oh, yeah, because we do. You know, people do it to their military people all the time. We could put them in the freezer, get them frozen solid. Then you put them in a vacuum seal bag, and mm-hmm. you suck all the air out while it's frozen solid, so it won't hurt the cookie. And then you have a really well preserved cookie. Yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> we talking doing about a farm bill box, <laughs> right. like you know, how they have loot crate, and Chive has a box, or you, there's different knitting companies you can get yarn box and um uh a survival box. Is you got me. And I, for, you got uh, for a Christmas. survival box for Christmas, which comes with like a a little again comes with tips and trip so like a little A pull out sheet The first box came With a little binder To keep them all in It comes with tools It comes with seeds It comes with emergency water And it comes with a Dehydrated food For like one or two So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool And it wasn't But it's like survival boxes like You just gotta do A Google on it I saw it on Instagram Yes yeah, so we were but talking yeah. About doing a uh, Like a Farmville box Or
0: a 40 acre box right. right And just have You know like a little
1: Stuff from around here Something you know Small
0: that, that Missy e could knit Right Maybe yeah. a little pot holder Yeah In every box And maybe like a Something from the mainly clay store like a little Farmville mug yep right maybe cookies from the uh, Amish store uh, so if there's uh, if there's a great deal of interest in a Farmville box,
1: let us know as well. We'll uh, have to figure something out. It might be a one off thing instead of a subscription thing, but it yeah. might be kind of fun to do. It, yeah, maybe. We could, again, if, if if you're interested,
0: let us know and tell me how much you'd pay for a price point. So because uh, we have no idea. Yeah. No. All right. Um, we are uh, gonna step away for uh, actually. I, I, well, we're gonna step away so I can go pick up my daughter from school. Is what we're gonna do here. <laughs> so um, I will let you know. We do have a. Uh, an Another sort of bonus, 40 Acres in a Fool this week, I, I, another one of the past tense current events. I went back and I found another book that I think has some relevance today, huh. uh, written in the 1950s. Uh, this one from 1955, I believe it is, uh, Max Eastman. And the book is called Reflections on the Failures of Socialism. Ah, um, yeah. Max Eastman was one of the uh, uh, founders of the Socialist Party in the early part of the 20th century. He was a founder of the Masses Magazine uh, and was a, uh, a longtime flirter with communism before he uh, eventually drifted away and ended up writing for places like National Review and Reader's Digest. Oh. and uh, Right? And a fascinating guy. Uh, and uh, the book itself is really good. So we take a, a look at a first couple of chapters. Of uh, reflections on the theories of socialism So be sure to check that out here on Blaze Podcast Network And we will be talking to you again very soon With another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool Email address is always 40acrefool at gmail.com Again on Twitter at Cam Edwards uh, You can use the hashtag 40 Fool on Instagram uh, I'm Cam Edwards,
1: Missy is Corny Goat, Goat Farm, Farm. And until On Facebook we- too I'm going to go farm on Facebook. And you're, That's right. I See, and I, I put, always forget I about I put Facebook. recipes up there sometimes, so go ahead and search. So follow us on
0: Facebook as well, all the social media stuff. Uh, in the meantime, be safe, have fun, live a little, learn a lot, and we'll talk to you soon with more 40 Acres and a Fool. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network.